At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two. The numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay in tow as well. Whispering things in my ear like, these two pitchers aren't real, Gil. They can't be real people. <laughs> From under a cloud of smoke in Southern California, you can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. And of course, he's the host of the great podcast, The Wide World of Weingarten, available where all podcasts are distributed. It's the great Jason Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. How's it going, Gil? It's going well, man. You had a good weekend? All good with you? Betting's going well? Yeah, can't, you know, can't complain. Can't go. some bumps every now and then, but goes the right direction. Let me uh, let me ask you about yesterday we were going through a couple, not a couple, we were going through like five adjusted season win totals. And, and shout out to William Hill. Um and your buddy and mine, Eric Biggio, your buddy, Eric Biggio, who, who has gotten to us uh, many times uh, after we did segments here on the show, who, you know, they, they put up at William Hill, they put up these adjusted season win totals pretty much every day. I don't think it's up currently. Uh, last I looked at the beginning of the show, but uh, they, they do have them up. They'll, they'll put them back up, I think, on a daily basis or a nightly basis. Uh, I just want to throw a, couple, a few of these out, uh, out to you that were up yesterday. Obviously, don't account for yesterday's games, but the Dodgers were 102, and the Yankees were 96. Let's start there. Any reaction to those adjusted totals? I'd probably go over on the Dodgers. Uh, not super strong opinion on the Yankees, but I think uh, I think probably 
they're trending over right now. Yes. Oh, I would, I would on, guess on pace for like 115 wins. Yeah. I mean, but you know, yeah. about, you know about the whole on pace thing. Uh, uh, Rays were 88. D backs 72 and a half. Reds 59. Uh, first one I go over. Rays 88 over. Rays 88. D backs, I think I bet over before the season. So I probably wouldn't touch that one. Mm hmm. Wasn't that one of Roxy's bets? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, I, I bet that Roxy's bets, yeah. Because he bet that. Um, and Reds, then the last one. Red's 59 now. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that. I think 59 is, is what I made at 59 and a half. So it's it's right, right where I think it should be. I don't, I don't think I'd try to middle it. I think I have under 64 and a half. So probably just let it go. But if it gets lower, I'd think about coming back over on it what's the number you would uh, come back over on what would it have to get to 50 57 and a half 56 and a half oh. i'd have to really really do poorly for a little while longer yeah well as long as the as long as they don't have pirates game scheduled whoops they do they have four more <laughs> four more coming up here uh they have uh, 16 more games against the pirates again the reds losing three of their first 25 excuse me winning for three of their first 25 and then winning three of their next four uh what about today what do you have bet uh, betting wise today so far angels that's my uh that's my big bet today Shohei Otani's pitching Shohei on the hill Shohei with a couple homers by the way the other day uh to uh get his batting average over 250 which was the uh the line that he uh exceeded last year as well on his way to an MVP uh Shohei coming off would you say again the best pitching performance of his career yeah I mean I'm gonna just agree with uh Alex Cora, if he says it's the best he's seen, then, you know, I got nothing to dispute here. But 122 is a good price. It's a good lay there. Minus 122 after a no-hitter from uh, Detmers yesterday, which is the first solo no-hitter of the season. Uh, we did have a combined no-hitter earlier, but we've seen a lot of flirtations with no-hitters. Justin Verlander flirting one deep into a game yesterday. I mean, where do you stand on the whole, you know, because it's been very in vogue for us to say, and I just had a conversation with John Legace about this, where the the totals have, have depressed, right? We're seeing sevens. We're seeing six and a halves. There's a seven and a half with two pitchers in the Tigers-A's game today. Uh, we don't even, like, we've never even heard of the pitchers kind of thing. Do you feel like... You know, because on the then on the side I just mentioned, but then we're seeing all these flirtations with these great pitching performances. So is that a little overblown? Like when I say it's it's overcorrected, is that accurate, or am I perhaps going overboard on that? I uh, I was actually writing about the Cy Young yesterday, so I was going through pitching performances. I, I started with the National League. I'm doing the American League later today, but <laughs> it's really hard with the Cy Young at the moment to separate. You know, who's the leader, who's a contender, who's who's the third contender, who's the fifth contender, who's the tenth contender, because the pitching performances across the board have been so great. You got a guy like Max Fried who has two walks, you know, thirty-two strikeouts, two walks. Where do you where do you rank that versus Kershaw and his thirty-five strikeouts and three walks? You know, neither one of those guys is even technically in the top three if you you know, you look at Pablo Lopez and uh, Carlos Rodon and Walker Bueller and Corbin Burns and Max Scherzer it just keeps going on. Um, the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is because I was watching a little bit of the Astros game yesterday and I was looking at the 
the Twins starting lineup, there was no Byron Buxton in the lineup. And it, as the game got farther along, I was like, well, he might actually throw a no-hitter, Verlander, because um, there's nobody in this lineup hitting over 250. You know, this this whole the, the whole Twins lineup is not playing very well right now. The the Tigers lineup's another example of a team that's just not hitting. Uh, the Rays, a little bit of an aberration there. You never expect the Rays to get no hit, you know, by a rookie in a two strikeout performance. But across the board, every day we're seeing elite pitching performances. And I think not to take anything away from these pitchers who obviously are, you know, incredible at what they do, but a lot of it is just offenses are lost across baseball right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at just looking at a baseball card stat like ERA. Twenty pitchers, twenty starters now in baseball with a sub oh, with a, with a two point four five ERA or lower. Thirteen sub two ERA pitchers. Thirteen of them sub two uh, starters in Major League Baseball, which is just insane. And we have you know I'm looking like a K's through nine K's per nine. You have ten guys who are you know, higher than 10 K's per nine at this point. So anyway, any which way, right? Any way you look at it is just this cartoon-like environment. And uh, in, in the end, though, is the, I guess here's the point, because it's one thing to talk about the state of the game. It's another thing to talk about it through a betting lens. Is this generally better for better for, for your betting? Because you had, you had said earlier in the season, you're like, well, I kind of like it because of that. Uh, less volatility in scoring. So would you like it to stay this way forever? I think even me who, who's on the, you know, far end of the, I don't like scoring in any sports spectrum. uh, I'm incredibly biased towards unders. I think even me, I can, uh, I could say we could use a little more offense in baseball. Just a little, (laughs) just a little more action. You think? Yeah. But I, I sure. I also at the same time wouldn't mind, you know, I know there's no solution to this, but we got to figure out a way to speed these games up. Like, I was watching the Astros yesterday, and some of these innings were taking 20 minutes, and I was like, "Why am I watching this? Why is right? Why is this going on? Isn't there a simulate the rest of the game button or something?" It's the pitch clock, man. We got The pitch clock has to happen. That to me, the pitch clock would be the biggest. Will have the biggest impact on anything. Forget like shift, banning it, not banning it, whatever. Just put in a pitch clock, and it will be amazing what a different experience this is. And I will say this, but in particular, late in games, the, the, you know, these pitchers, well, everybody throws you know, ridiculous velocity now, but some of these closers who throw 100, right, like they will be gassed so quickly. They won't be able to walk or you know, take laps around the mound. And reg- I, I really think that's the thing, and I really wish we could have brought that in this year, but we're a year away. But I think that's... That's going to be the solution, and it's going to change the run environment. Just a, that's going to have more impact not on the game pace, but on the run environment too. I'm not sure if you yeah. agree or disagree with that. I agree. Yeah. All right. So, what team right now do you feel is the most, by by your day to day observation, is the most overperforming? What's the most underperforming? Underperforming, uh, probably the Red Sox. Last place in the AL East. They're. Uh, just not getting it done. Over overperforming. I got to think about that. I don't know who who do you think's overperforming. Uh, well, I you know, I, I let's put it this way. Let's let's rephrase that. Do you think the Twins are for real? Twins are eighteen and twelve, leading the AL Central. 
worst record of division leader, but they're still uh, still got themselves a two and a half game lead over the White Sox. White Sox were not your answer for for underperforming. The Red Sox were. Yeah, Red Sox are drastically underperforming. White Sox, I I I consider the preseason hype team this year. Every year, there's you know one big hype team that everyone's excited about, but. Uh, let me ask you yeah, about I'm the, not surprised. Let me ask you about the Padres. They're 20 and 11. We saw this kind of great start from them last year as well, and then it fizzled. Do they have what it takes to sustain this, or is this an overperformance? Not totally surprised with the Padres. They they were pretty good last year till they uh, you know had that rough you know end of end of the season stretch and everything imploded. They brought in a veteran manager that's you know helping to balance everything they don't even have to tease Blake Snell has been out since opening day he's just finishing up his rehab and then Eric Hosmer remember he was mm-hmm. you know I was saying that he's holding back the team and they should cut him and just pay him to go away and here he is you know winning the NL batting title in in May so sometimes I don't know anything either not not surprised uh I, you know we we bet Manny Machado for MVP before the season mm-hmm. so yep you know we're we're right where we want to be with we, San Diego we did that one independently didn't we the Manny Machado yeah one? yeah we both yeah. did that separately yeah yeah we did that independently we did, we hadn't even talked about it all right last thing 30 seconds any first inning plays that you, even if you don't have them yet that you're waiting to observe what the numbers are on not much i'm looking at the Dodgers uh Dodgers actually play in like an hour Rookie pitcher Ryan Pep Pepito Pepois. I don't know if the, the proper pronunciation of his last name, but I do know I bet him for Rookie of the Year at 100 to one. Still available, some big numbers. Uh, the, they don't know how to price rookie pitchers for Rookie of the Year, so okay, you can always find some value there. There you go. There's a little nugget. All right, Angels are the play today, though. From Jason, thank you, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Another hopefully big Shohei Otani day coming. Let's go. Another Shohei Otani day would be great. Brady Cannon joins us next. Numbers Game Visa. These At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it. Adam Burks, MLB Best Bets, Daily Basis, JVT, Best Bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued Best Bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily Best Bets email, every edition of Points Red Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. It's Gil Alexander. Always a pleasure. To be joined at this hour, on this day, by the co-host of Long Shots, the greatest golf betting show there ever was. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Brady Cannon. How you doing? <laughs> Happy Wednesday to you, my friend. We are, what, eight days away from the second golf major of the year. Yes. Very excited. Yes. We're, are we going to get both Tiger and Phil in the end? It sounds like it. There, there's another story for you. A lot of buzz about the Saudi yeah. Tour, and uh, the PGA Tour has denied these uh, players that have applied for, um, you know, entry into the tournament. And, and I guess the, the fine line there, the fine print, if you will, is the PGA Tour will allow them to apply, um, but if they tee it up, then there's going to be consequences. What was interesting to me about this yesterday is that it, it felt like some people were so surprised by this reaction and my response was, the PGA told you they were going to do this. They, yeah. they said, if you do this, this is the con- these are the consequences to doing so. Now, we don't know the names of the players yet, do no, we? No, we don't. And, and I think three names came out that are probably pretty much expected. Phil Mickelson, Lee West, uh, Westwood, and Sergio Garcia. Um, and, and I don't know if those are confirmed that those guys applied, but I think we assume that they did. And I think there was 17 guys or something like that, 17 or 19 out of the top 100 players ranked in the world. Uh, you could have some European tour guys. I, I don't really know. Um, I mean, how, how, how deep can we go on this? Like, do, would that mean that those guys that you just mentioned will never be able to play in a non-major again in this country? Like, is that... It's very interesting. And, and I honestly believe, unfortunately, that this will probably end up in court. It will probably end up in court. Yeah. It... On the other hand, did the PGA have any choice but to have this reaction? Because really, like, they got to sort of defend their turf on this. 
Yeah, I, I mean, they are a membership-based organization. Yeah. You're, you're a member of the PGA Tour, so they have certain bylaws that go along with that membership. And, you know, like any sort of private club or what have you, you know, there are rules and regulations, and it's pretty clearly stated, as I understand, as what you can and cannot do. And like I said, you can apply. There, there's a certain number of, of events around the world that a PGA Tour is allowed to go play and if they get approval and that type of thing. Now, this is a whole new deal yeah. where you're talking about abandoning a tour that you're a member of for what looks to be uh, another league. I yeah. guess initially they thought it might be a one-off event or something. Now it looks like they're going to have a number of events and it would be considered a league. Yeah, it's it, – well, again, and, and then for those who missed it, this Saudi league, the LIV league, right? Las Vegas Invitational, they took that yeah. from <laughs> uh, that they, uh They will have purses of every one of their events – their purse will be bigger than any of our majors. Yeah, I think the uh, field is in the neighborhood of like 65 players or something like that. And if you finish last place, it's a 54-hole event, which yeah, is kind of weird. 54, right? And and even if you finish dead last, you make 120 grand. <laughs> so so if you are a middling PGA Tour player, it's very attractive, right? It's extremely attractive who could blame anyone mm -hmm. if they're like well wait a minute i could like really provide for my family in a way that i could let's be honest realistically maybe never be able to here in the united states so it's attractive that and how about this other angle of if one of these middling golfers i'll just use the word middling from the pga tour goes over and wins one of those events yeah and wins millions of dollars in three rounds of golf wouldn't there be an elite golfer? I don't know about elite, but right under elite, may, right under the, the elite group of golfers that we know and love, but a name that we're all familiar with, let's say, right, who flirts with winning a lot of tournaments, who'd be like, wait a minute, that guy won X million amount of dollars in a tour, in, on, these, on one of these tours uh, events, the LIV? Why? I can smoke that guy. Why wouldn't I then disappear and go do this? Well, the, so you, I guess the, what I'm saying is I understand why the PGA has their response. The the type of player you're describing is probably Kevin Na. Right. You know, his name has been bandied about. Mm -hmm. And d is Kevin Na at this point in his career truly concerned about winning a major championship? You know, he's getting a little older. Right. Um, he certainly has a, a number of PGA Tour wins. And maybe at this point, it's it, it's like building a retirement package. Um, and then you talk about like the middling PGA tour player, kind of the same mentality. If he gets kicked out of the tour and he doesn't get to compete in this and that and the other, okay, I'm going to make the decision to go support my family. But I don't think when you get towards the top 50 players in the world and, and even higher, yeah, maybe not them. Nah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if this is going to be truly attractive to them though. I mean, when this first started, we did hear names in the top yeah. 50, right? Sure. I mean, he, yeah. I think even Dustin Johnson's name he was, was thrown there, out yeah. there. Um, but I, I think cooler heads have prevailed in that regard as they've yes. learned more about this. Well, and, yeah. And somebody in their camp yeah. or a loved one sure. was like, hey, uh, no. Right, right. Now, here's the real question. There's no TV deal associated with this. Mm -hmm. And especially, now, now, I don't know about globally, but in the United States, we're probably not going to see any of this. I would agree. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, that would probably be something between the PG, the powers that be and all the corporations that are involved in something like this. The PGA Tour would probably be talking to the networks and say, hey, yeah. no, 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 don't don't 
Don't go there. Don't dare. Yeah. And then, so if that's the case, the question becomes to you, as someone who bets golf on a weekly basis, would you have any interest in betting this at all? I would almost on principle not do it either. On principle? Yeah. Even Just if because... it was money to be made, even if you were like, oh, wait. Yeah, you know, maybe I could, maybe you could twist my arm, but, um, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, Wes Reynolds is really the, yeah. you know, local expert here on betting the European tour. I, I don't think Matt Brown dabbles in the European tour no, too much, not but, as much, but Wes is kind of the uh, sole VEASAN personality that does do the European tour. Um, so I probably wouldn't be familiar with all the golf courses that they're playing, and that's why I typically don't bet the European tour anyway. I feel I have a really good knowledge and have been watching PGA Tour golf for 25 years. So that's part of my strength is just knowing the horses for the courses and what these courses, uh, what type of skill sets are needed to win week in and week out. I don't really know much of anything about the courses on the European tour yeah. and the Saudi golf league. Where I, I think this first event is going to be at a club in London. So I, I think I'd probably be at a disadvantage to begin with. AT&T Byron Nelson this week, before we talk about the PGA, uh, which is, which is always interesting the week before a major. Mm-hmm. So the, my macro question is, does, does, a tournament that's a week before a major. And they've got golfers. I mean, they got names in this tournament for sure. Great field. Yeah. Best field for the Byron Nelson in years. Does it make it does it make you ratchet back your number of plays though, just on the just on the thought of, well, if somebody on day two is sort of like on the bubble, might they just pack it in and say, yes. you know what, I'm a We've seen it before. Yeah. And you know, really, for the last month on the PGA Tour, I've been playing it very conservatively. We had a team event in New Orleans. It's very difficult to handicap. We had a golf course in Mexico we'd never seen before. Last week, we were at TPC Potomac, where we hadn't seen that course since 2018. And now we get a course that we've only seen one time before in last year. So I, I've been dumbing it down, you know, ever since Harbortown, really, and kind of saving some bullets for the PGA Championship next week uh, because I think there is a lot of uncertainty what we've been dealing with for the last month on tour. And, and I also think, to your point, I, I believe that's a part of the handicap this week. You look at the top players on the odds board. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalatoris, Jordan Spieth, Joaquin Neiman, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, who just withdrew. And I think that's part of the, the, the question we're getting at here. Why did Kepka withdraw? Right. Does he care about this event? Is no. he injured? No. He was a guy I was fading in a matchup. I had Tommy Fleetwood against Brooks Kepka. I was going against Kepka. And I think that kind of answers your question a little bit. We don't know the entire story of his withdrawal, but uh, but I guess what I'm saying, at least he had, in a very sort of you know uh, ironic way, at least he had the decency to withdraw before it started, right? Sure. But I do believe you have to try and figure out who's, and I think Dustin Johnson's a good example. Is Dustin Johnson trying to win the Byron Nelson? I don't really think so. I think he's probably looking, let's play 36 holes, let's sharpen up the game, and let's get to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Now, there's other guys. I think some of the younger guys, Will Zalatoris, who's yet to win on the PGA Tour. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is on my card this week. Some of the guys that aren't as established don't have a major championship to their credit just yet. Those guys are probably ready to tee it up and try and win a trophy this week. But you have to look at those best players in the field and who's here for keeps and who's here for next week. All right. We'll come back. We'll get all of Brady's what, what picks he did land on for the AT&T Byron Nelson this week, what he added to his PGA Championship portfolio for next week, second major of the golf season, and, oh, one other little matter I wanted to bring up. <laughs> uh, it appears that Dave Portnoy has responded to your uh, your James Salinas clip from Bet Center. 
More uh, more uh, news on the Twitter machine. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on a numbers game where sports betting analytics live. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well, producer number five and eight. Brady Cannon joining us on a Wednesday. As always, we will get your uh, AT&T Byron Nelson and uh, PGA Championship bets here momentarily. Uh, but uh, for those who missed it a few weeks back, uh, not a few weeks back. This is right after the NFL draft. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So James. No, Sol- no, right before the NFL draft. Right before the NFL draft. Pardon me. And uh, James Salinas and you were doing Bet Center on the weekend, and you did not plan on asking him this no, question. That was pretty wild. Yeah, it just came up organically. James had actually actually texted me about it earlier in the week, um, but you just happened to ask him a question about his draft experience, and he told this story, which went viral, hundreds of thousands of views, uh, where James was talking about his experience trying to bet NFL draft props at a barstool shop in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong with the description, then I can let you chime in here. But it's, it's, he basically had two bets that he wanted to make. He described the, uh, the person behind the, uh, the window as, uh, or across the counter as uh, chesty or whatever, sort of, you know, like, yeah. hey, we'll take any, on, any bet whatever you, you want, got. whatever Let's bet go. you want, right? So James was like, yeah, I want this. I want three dimes on this, one dime on this. They either printed the ticket or didn't. They did print they the did ticket, print but they the didn't ticket, hand it to him. But didn't hand it to him. Took his ID, went back, checked it out a little bit, came back and said, uh, we're going to limit your bets, which I don't think really any of us have much of a problem with. Now, the limit was pretty exaggerated, but yeah. that's really not the point. Um, yeah. But then after the limit, oh, yeah, and we're going to change the price drastically, that's where the foul occurs. At which at which point James was like, "Thanks so much. Give me back my money. See you I'm out of here." And, and not see you later. Never see you again. And James Salinas, let me just say this, and you will you will vouch, I'm sure, might be the nicest, most above board, just straight laced dude there is. Absolutely, I love James. Yeah, and we we share super contest victories, so mm-hmm. we're kind of in that fraternity. And and really, ever since that, you know, coming together of he and I, uh, we've been friends. And no, James is a great guy, and I love working with him. So Barstool's founder Dave Portnoy uh, reacted to this uh, yesterday, yeah. and would, and would you like to describe what their reaction was? Well, y- you know what, it, it reminds me of like. And this is appropriate because we're heading towards the end of the school year and, and you hand out all the, the awards. Remember when we're in fourth grade? And I would I would imagine this guy remembers because he seems to still be stuck there. Um, but, you know, at the end of the year, you know, Susie gets the, the certificate for the best grades and, and Joey wins the certificate for best athlete and, and Linda gets the certificate for best handwriting and, and Joe gets perfect attendance. And, and then, you know, you come home with the citizenship award. And that trumps everything, how you handled yourself in the classroom, how Mm -hmm. you treated your classmates, how you treated your teacher and your parents look and they say, we're doing something right here. We're, we're, we're molding a person and everything else is secondary. We're building a great kid here. I I imagine he has not won an award like that before. (laughs) Yeah. And because he keeps score differently, he keeps score with dollar signs. Sure. And that's, what's really sad to me. Yeah, his his reaction was yeah to to say about well, James Salinas when when asked about the incident, like how did you know 
what what you thought about the incident because he was well, reacting to the Well, and this is after nobody, yeah. uh, an executive or anybody with that company has said a word about this and handled this or addressed this professionally with an apology or, or, right. or, a, or a defense, whatever it might be. The only response that we've seen so far was this person on Twitter, I don't know, yesterday, the day before, whenever it came out, F this guy. About James Salinas. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a guy That's your response? Not betting a game, betting the draft. Can you imagine any leader of a company well, saying oh, that? Oh, I'm sure the shareholders were thrilled if you gave him truth. Pretty zero. amazing. Yeah. It, it, and so, like I said, it's sad. Well, and, and here's the, the, the reaction that, we, I mean, ultimately what I want to get to here is because I don't think there, there's, it doesn't deserve much beyond that comment. People can see for themselves what, what it is, right? And, and the nature of the reaction. Um, but it is, it, so Captain Jack, the day of the VEASAN clip, came out and said, well, you know, the printing of a ticket right. is in violation of Colorado gaming law, that it was not then actually, you know, given as the ticket and graded as such. Once you print it, it's by Colorado it's law. Live. It's live. And that's the next part of the story. So this is the Colorado the is involved now. Colorado is involved with it. As reported by our friend David Purdom. And this was not, and it was not James. James was not the impetus oh, no. of it. no. Okay. No, James is kind of done with it. James, yeah, James yeah. couldn't, yeah, he's like, I don't have time for this. Yeah, da in fact, yeah. Uh, James told me that David Purdom contacted him first to see if this was okay if he went out and yeah. pursued and wrote about it, and James said, yeah, you know, whatever you want to do. And you know, and you also have some some indication that others are watching closely. Yeah, there's some people, if you go through the timeline there on Twitter, uh, some people have chimed in that, you know, these very valuable gaming sportsbook licenses in states that are, you know, getting close to legalizing this activity uh, said, you know, we're, we're aware of this type of thing. Yeah. We're watching. Listen, and just, you know, again, as, as people who uh, have been immersed in sports betting and, and care about sports betting, you know, the upshot of something like this, again, it's just another sort of thing that... Uh, their his reaction, Barstool's uh, founder's reaction to this incident, just is another bit of chipping away of the confidence in like sports betters mm -hmm. who have this ta who would like to, to would like to think that they have this tacit agreement, if not a spoken one, that everything is above board. Exactly, and that's the crux of it, right? Like yeah. that's it's just like, dude, you can't like you go to a grocery store. We, we, we made this analogy yeah. before. If I go to the grocery store and I want to buy five ribeye steaks and I go to the counter to check out and she says, you know what, sir, I'm, I'm sorry, you could, you're only allowed to buy three. Okay, no problem. Oh, and we're going to charge you triple. Then it's a problem. The, the limitation is not the problem. The changing, and like you said, you just want to go into a store, sports book, what have you, and get the treatment that you're expected to, what is posted. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. It's actually not unbelievable. It's completely believable, yeah. right? That's the sad part. It's completely believable. Well, you know, he uh, is much younger than you and I and James, too. Yeah. So apparently that day was missed at his uh, upbringing for, you know, respect your elders as well. <laughs> All right. Well, there's that. Uh, PGA Championship. Let's start with the PGA Championship next week. What have you let, – let's go back for those who missed it. What have you bet for the PGA Championship, and what have you added recently? 
Uh, I've almost finished the portfolio. My shortest shot is Colin Morikawa. I got him at 16 to 1. And, and I'll go back a little bit here. I, I looked at, I've been studying for a few weeks now on courses that are correlated to Southern Hills. Southern Hills has hosted seven major championships, most recently in 2007 when Tiger Woods won the PGA there. Nick Price and Retief Goosen also recent major championships at Southern Hills. But I looked at the designer, who's Perry Maxwell. He also did Colonial Country Club. The way the course sets up, a lot of long par fours, this and that and the other. And I came up with other courses that I think are similar to Southern Hills. And Colin Morikawa has performed very well at Colonial. Now, his odds I saw at Circa are up to 20 to 1. So he's drifted a little bit. 20 to 1, I think, is a pretty darn nice price on Morikawa. Uh, Daniel Berger, who won at Colonial in the COVID year, you recall, uh, beat Morikawa in a playoff. Mm -hmm. um, I got him at 46. I've seen him as high as 55. I took Jordan Spieth. He has won at Colonial before, and in nine other trips, he has seven top tens. This guy owns Colonial, so I think that'll translate well to this course. That would complete the career grand slam for him. Of course, he has a recent win at Harbortown, so we know he's in good form. And Jordan Spieth, we always know him for a short game, right? He lost strokes to the field, like more than two strokes to the field putting and one at Harbortown. So if his short game comes back around, look out for this guy. I got him at 34 to one. He has since dropped to about 25. Uh, let's see. Gary Woodland, I got at a big number, who's been playing great golf as of late. You and Kelly Bidlin. Kelly can't quit Gary Woodland. He says well, the, you can he get says, him at 135 to 1 now. He says this is the end, though. The end of the road. If it doesn't work out, that's the end. He's been playing great. Yeah. Um, I got him at 105. I saw him as high as, uh, I think, 130 or 135. Uh, I took a, a long shot with Jason Kokrak, who won recently uh, at Colonial Country Club. I uh, got him at 130, and I've seen him at 150. Um Trying to re remember who else I have in the portfolio. Oh, Tommy Fleetwood, I've got at 105 to 1. Wes Reynolds is also on Fleetwood. This guy, in his last four starts, has three top 20s and one top 10. Um, and I think his game will match up well at this course as well. Uh, so that's another long shot that I took. And like I say, I'll probably add one or two more once we get into next week and everything is kind of populated as far as what I think the statistics will be that matter the most at this golf course. I have an idea right now. I'll see if I'm right when they come out and we get more information next week. And did I not, I still didn't hear Scotty Scheffler, right? Uh, I can the guy win two majors in a row. Yeah, he probably can. It's his favorite course. It's he's talked about course. that, right? And he's played it. And that's another thing with Jordan Spieth, a fellow Texas Longhorn like Scotty Scheffler. They probably both played Southern Hills a number of times. Obviously Scheffler has, um, but I, I just don't know if a guy can go back-to-back -back in majors. And you've talked about it. You think this guy could be something extremely I special. I think he's different. It, I really do. I, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, look yeah. at the amount of times he's won in the last eight weeks. Yeah, let alone it, major championships. He just lurks. He's there all the time. TPC Scottsdale and Bay Hill are a couple of courses that I think correlate to Southern Hills. Who won at Bay Hill and Scottsdale this year? Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. All right, we'll come back. The AT&T Byron Nelson this week. Brady's got your picks next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander, Brady Cannon, kind enough to hang with us on a Wednesday. The co-host of Long Shots, which you do with uh, Wes Reynolds 
every uh, week. Humans, Matt Humans, also part of that as well. Yeah, the new intro. We have a new sound by, uh, sounder coming into the show, and it says, you know, here's Long Shots, the, the greatest betting golf show in the world or whatever, with Wes Reynolds and sometimes Matt Humans. <laughs> it's good. When he, when he feels like jumping on. He's on his way to Hawaii right now, by uh, the way. He's got a good, good life. Good for him. He's got a good life. Medical marvel. Mad humans, yes. Medical marvel. All right, what did you go? What did you come up with, uh, Byron Nelson? This well, week? we talked about Joaquin Neiman, and I said part of the handicap this week is figuring out, you know, who's here for a major championship tune-up and who's here to win. And certainly the guys that are lower on the board, the longer shots, they're all here to win. I don't think many of them are in tune-up mode. But the players at the top of the board, the best players in the field, I think you have to figure out. Uh, I think there's some motivation to your handicap this week. And I think Joaquin Neiman is here to win. You know, he's got uh, a few PGA Tour wins. I don't think he is completely looking ahead to a major championship. Obviously, it's a part of his focus for sure. Um, but I think he is out to win it this week. And he really checks a lot of the boxes and the stats. He's 12th in the field on approach, 24th in driving distance. He's 6th in birdies. He's got two top 15 finishes at TPC Summerlin. And TPC Summerlin and the American Express tournament in La Quinta. Those were the correlated tournaments that I looked at. I think this is going to be a birdie fest. You've got big, wide fairways, big greens. 25 under par won this tournament last year. You had to get to six under par just to make the cut. And if you look at TPC Summerlin and the American Express tournament, same thing, birdie fests, wide fairways. So I think it makes sense, the correlation there. Uh, Joaquin Neiman at 35 to 1. I took Aaron Wise at 45 to 1. An eighth, a 15th, and a 10th at TPC Summerlin. A 17th at the Amex, sixth and 21st in his last two starts. He makes a bunch of birdies. He's very good off the tee. He also has won the Byron Nelson before in 2018. That was at a different golf course. But Aaron Wise at 45 to 1. Jonathan Vegas at 55 to 1. Johnny Vegas. Vegas. Really interesting story. This the the strength of this guy's game has always been off the tee. He drives it very long and very straight. Last week at the Wells Fargo, he finished 64th out of 65th in strokes gained off the tee. And he finished 15th in the tournament. Whew. If his long wow. game, if his game off the tee gets in shape this week, then look out. Uh, Adam like, Hadwin at 55 to 1. I talk about the correlation with the American Express tournament. Adam Hadwin is Mr. American Express, has a second, a third, a second, and a sixth at that tournament. His last four starts, a f uh, yeah, his last four starts on tour, a fourth, a seventh, a ninth, and a 26th. He can putt the lights out. If this is going to be a putting contest, then Adam Hadwin is certainly somebody you want to have on your card. Uh, Jason Kokrak at 60 to 1. Over the last 24 rounds, he is the best player in the field as far as putting on bent grass greens. That's what we have here this week. Very good driver of the golf ball. He's had two recent uh, wins in the state of Texas as well. Got him at 60 to 1. And then this one's a little bit off the radar here. Matthew Wolf, mm. who we haven't heard from in a little while. He's had some off the course issues, personally, mental health issues. And I don't know if you saw this, but last week at Wells Fargo, he had a press conference, and he came out, and, you know, he said, I, I, I'm just putting all that behind me, and I'm going to go out here and have fun. Wow. I, I'm not going to worry about anything. I'm not going to put any pressure on myself. And he did great. He shot an opening round, 65, and then, of course, the weather came in. He ended up finishing 25th. Um, we know that this guy has as much talent as anybody in the field. And you talk about the correlated course with TPC Summerlin. All he's done there is finish second twice and 18th. So, if Matthew Wolf has found his game again, I think he will absolutely be. And, and he's definitely a birdie fest type guy. 
he, he can go low. So, That'd be a nice little story, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I got him at 90 to 1, and I saw at DraftKings he was at 130 to 1. Uh, so went with him. And then finally, my biggest bomb at 250 to 1, Hank Lebiota. Oh, Hank. Old Hank Lebiota, 19th in the field on approach. He is 16th <laughs> on birdies, and he is one of the best putters in the field, again, on bent grass greens. So I thought 250 was probably too long on this guy. Maybe he should be more like. 150 or 125. Brady, I thought you ratcheted it back this tournament before a major. Well, you know, what yeah. have I got? Seven plays, but I yeah. played them all for half the amount I usually okay. do. So, yeah, that's what I, I talked about, you know, being more conservative for the last three or four weeks, basically just risking half of what I usually do. And, uh, again, public service announcement. Brady mentioned it earlier. Brooks Kepka withdrew from this tournament, so please don't bet Brooks Kepka if it's still up at 30-1. to 1. Don't do that, uh, as he is not here at the AT&T Byron Nelson. Uh, any head-to-heads? Yeah, I did have the head-to-head against uh, Brooks Kepka. I had Tommy Fleetwood minus 115 against Brooks. That'll be a refund because, uh, of course, Kepka withdrawal. I believe it was yesterday evening that he withdrew. Um, I've got Adam Hadwin minus 150 over Davis Riley, and then Aaron Wise minus 145 over Matt Kuchar. Which of the categories have you done best in, head-to-heads or derivative markets? I'm about 500 for head-to-heads this year, and I've cashed a lot of top 20s. Top it's 20s. been a while since I've cashed an outright. I haven't hit an outright since Tom Hoagie at Pebble Beach. Well, I mean, outrights are outrights, right? Yeah, and, and, and again, that's why I risk the very least in the outright market. Yeah, I pretty much double that amount of risk on the top 20 market, and then my highest amount of risk is in the head-to-head matchups, and that just goes in line with the probability. Yeah, You have the best chance to win on a head-to-head matchup a little bit better chance to win on a top 20 than obviously an outright and the, and the, the least amount of chance to win on an outright winner, picking so it, one guy out of 156. So it's the derivatives, though. It's the top 10s of the top 20s better than the head-to-heads, which are sure. break, breaking even, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The top yeah. 20s and the head-to-heads, I'm probably about break even for the year and, and down a little bit on the outrights. Need to get another one of those in the house. It's amazing. We do this on, on primetime. We do one and done, me, Kelly, and Matt, every week. I was going to ask you who you guys are on this week. Uh, I, I haven't even made the pick yet. Oh, you do it on Wednesday to, night? We do it Wednesday night. I okay. have to look at who I've picked already, and I'm, I'm thinking about this one. Obviously, it's it's purse-dependent, so you don't want to, sure. like, unleash the holster, you know, yeah. on this tournament necessarily. At the Byron Nelson, you want to save, a, you know, one of your big bullets for next week with this, with the bigger purse. But um, the draft, so, so in one and done, I'm in the lead. Matt's in second, Kelly's in third. The draft, I'm in last which we do five picks every week on each individual tournament, you know, we can do anything, right? Top 10s, top 20s. Okay. Just make five plays. Win a nationality, you know, they do that as well. So it's it's interesting with that, uh, how how that is is a fascinating sort of deal every week and how – some weeks you do really, really well when you handicap a problem, and then other weeks you're just like, you know, whitewashed completely on this, and you see just red on your on your screen. Uh, last thing here, because we only have a couple minutes. You've brought in the old warrior shirt yes, once again. Yes, indeed. Um, My good luck charm, and boy, we needed it the other night. Your number again on the Warriors? 11 to 1. 11 to 1, to win it all. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling Played about that? Played it before that, right? the season. Does it? Wor- I'll ask you what I asked some basketball guests earlier this week. Does it worry you at all? That they in in the one loss against Denver and then even their win the other night, that they seem to in, in a couple of these games almost seem to not play well for a while and then at the other oh we should probably uh we should probably turn it on here 
and and then they they click and they get it done. I guess what I'm saying is it's it's never peak Warriors like we've seen we have, in other I, yeah, years. Yeah, maybe we saw that once yeah. in uh, what was it, Game Three? Well, I think we've seen it, but I, I'm just saying it's not a night in and night out thing like which, we were used to. Like we were used to right? back in the day, right? No, well, what worries me is Phoenix. Yeah, I mean they are awful good, uh, and. I certainly, what what would be the price if if Phoenix and the Warriors make it to the Western Conference Finals? Phoenix will be the favorite with the home court. One fifty. I would say it would be a tick below that. Maybe minus one forty five or so. That but would yeah, be my guess. Phoenix Phoenix yeah. scares me, and and I hate the fact that uh, Gary Payton Jr. is is out. Huge. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I think the Warriors may take care of business in a big way tonight because I, I think they might, yeah, be, because they were, you know, just in quicksand the other night and, and able to just pull out that victory very luckily. Um, They're super incentivized themselves too, right? Because at this point, if they can close it out in five, and they'll just be like, okay, let's hope the Suns and the Mavs go a full seven mm-hmm. and duke it out as you know as far as that series can go. The extra rest would be a very nice thing to have going into the Western Conference Finals. I think it's a big deal, and I maybe you know, uh, if Steve Kerr is back on the sideline tonight. Don't know what the status is. Don't know what the story is. Tested positive out the other, for right. COVID. Yeah, we'll see. Right. Mike, I, I, as a Warrior fan, I hope he is because I think that that might have been part of the difference the other night, and nothing against Mike Brown. <laughs> I, I think it's say. just continuity. <laughs> the, the Kings had instant regret on the on the hire of Mike Brown. <laughs> nah, Mike Brown. He's a good coach. 11-0 and 0, uh, when uh, Curry had the – oh, excuse me, when Steve Kerr, rather, had the back problems back in 2017. Brady Cannon. Brady, appreciate it, man. Thanks for stopping by. I'll be back next week. Right, we look BGA. forward to it. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.